In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. President Joe Biden was in Michigan for a political event yesterday to thank the UAW for its support. However, not everyone happy to see him. Protesters gathered near the UAW Hall in Warren, chanting, Biden, Biden, you can't hide. Stop funding genocide. Ahmad Hamad, executive director of the American Human Rights Council, says leaders of Arab, Latino, Asian, and African-American communities are joining in an abandoned Biden campaign to urge people to send the president a message of ABC. Friends, family, and former co-workers filled the Van Buren County courtroom this week as the trial began for the man accused of ending the life of Renee Rangel, the 58-year-old Dwajak man and Van Buren County road worker who was fatally struck by a vehicle while directing traffic in March of 2023. On trial, 31-year-old Logan Brown, who faces felony and misdemeanor charges, including operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated, causing death. If convicted, Brown could spend a maximum of 15 years in prison. The crash happened at County Road 681 and 48th Avenue near Lawrence Township when Logan allegedly tried to pass traffic that had stopped for construction and hit Wrangell. The trial continues. A South Haven man is facing charges after he was found with a 14-year-old girl missing out of Washington State on Thursday. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. Police say the girl went missing out of Mount Vernon on January 6th. Her mother told police she'd left voluntarily that morning or the previous day. Police later identified a man named Keith, who they believed the girl had gone to see. They were able to track Keith to South Haven and believe he may have arranged a ride for her to come there. The 30-year-old Keith was arrested at his home on Blue Star Highway Thursday and charged with first-degree criminal sexual conduct, second-degree kidnapping, failing to comply with the sex offender registry, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. The girl is being returned to her home. Several police agencies are now coordinating on the case. Andrew Green, WSJM News. Michigan Senate Republicans have unveiled new education proposals that they say will help the state's students get back on track after a few years of decline. State Senator Eric Nesbitt helped announce the My Brighter Future plan on Thursday. Michigan's fourth graders, they rank 43rd in reading nationally. Three out of ten Michiganders. Michigan fourth graders are not great proficient in math. Our SAT scores are the lowest on record, and we rank 43rd nationally in high school graduation. There are four pillars of the package. Nesbitt says the first is setting the bar high to promote reading skills. Our plan will strengthen key provisions of the third grade reading law, require students' progress to be part of teacher evaluations, and restore A through F grading scales that make it easier for parents to understand how their child's school is performing. Other pillars include rewarding high-performing teachers with bonuses, scholarship opportunities for kids to get tutoring or enrollment in after-school programs, and a return to phonics-based reading methods to improve reading skills. Nesbitt says the state's recent population report shows a lot of learning loss since COVID, and he's hoping the legislature can come together to develop some remedies. Berrien County Commissioner Shokwe Pitchford has been learning a lot about artificial intelligence. He's a member of the National Association of Counties AI Committee. Speaking to colleagues on Thursday, Pitchford said the committee will soon have a list of recommendations for both the national and local governments. He said government needs to be prepared. AI is getting to a point where you will not be able to detect what is fake and what is real. A guy at Microsoft was telling us that they're about a year and a half out from deep fakes, audio fakes, all of those things being undetectable by other softwares. Pitchford says one concerning thing about AI is that it learns from what's on the Internet.
the biggest fear is as the internet becomes more inundated with artificially created information, the model will just learn from itself and make it almost impossible to discern what is real and what is not. Pitchford said the committee is drafting a toolkit for governments to use when developing AI policy. Members will also be going to Washington, D.C. to present their recommendations. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners has ordered aerial reconnaissance. At their Thursday meeting, the board approved a six-year contract with Wolpert Incorporated and Pictometry International Corporation to take aerial photos of properties throughout the county. Commissioner Terry Freeling said the move was backed by Equalization Director Warren Parrish. It's their estate program called My Sale, and we're taking advantage as a county for the funding component of it so that we can have some cost savings. The county will be able to get some high-resolution images of properties, which could be used in a variety of ways in record-keeping. This will allow for two flyovers, one that's a direct over the top and the other one would be the oblique imagery. And so Warren is asking for this resolution to move forward in a one-week turnaround so we can get a flyover in 2024. Freeling says they're hoping for the flyover relatively early in the year. The county is working with local governments throughout to see if they would also like flyovers. Freeling said 20 of the county's 30 units have signed on. Lake Michigan College is hosting a series of on-campus workshops to answer questions and help families with free application for federal student aid at the FAFSA. LMC Financial Aid Director Nicole Hatter tells us the FAFSA has to be filled out by all students seeking aid. It's been a bit delayed this year because the federal government made some changes to streamline the application process. Normally, the FAFSA comes out on October 1st, but because of all of the changes that Department of Ed and Federal Student Aid have been making, FAFSAs were delayed this year until December 31st. Adder says students and their parents are invited to workshops being held this month at all three LMC campuses, where financial aid and admission staff will talk them through the FAFSA process. She advises everyone attending to create a federal student aid ID online at studentaid.gov before heading to a workshop. And that allows them to have all of their tax information taken from the IRS database. We can still help them if they don't. It just means they'll have to hand enter in a lot of tax information. Adder says LMC staff usually go to schools to meet with students about FAFSA, but they're trying something different this year. We have the schedule for the FAFSA workshops at our website, wsjm.com. The FAFSA deadline set by the state of Michigan for the 2024-25 academic school year is May 1st. The winners of this year's Neighbors Organizing Against Racism John Lewis Good Trouble Awards have been announced ahead of this month's Michigan Black Summit to be held at Lake Michigan College. Neighbors Organizing Against Racism director Trenton Bowens tells us the awards are given to those who have made a positive difference in the community. Among the winners is Virgie M. Rollins, a Benton Harbor native who stands as the chair of the Democratic National Committee Black Caucus. How can we have a Black Summit without giving a legacy award to someone who's paved the way for people like us? Also receiving awards are Stephanie Vanderberg Harvey, the Community Relations and Foundation Giving and Compliance Executive at Whirlpool Corporation. The recognition says she's been instrumental in many Benton Harbor community projects, including the development of Emma Jean Hall Flats, Union Park Revitalization, and the dedication of June Woods Park. Also receiving recognition, Ronaldo Triplett, a Benton Harbor Area Schools Board of Education trustee and mentor. Bowen says they've sold more than 150 tickets to the Michigan Black Summit so far.
I just got a phone call from somebody from Detroit that is coming. We have people coming from all over, and I'm excited because all eyes are on Bitten Robber. The Michigan Black Summit will be at Lake Michigan College February 16 and 17. The awards will be given out as part of its gala on the 17th. Tickets for the summit are available now. Following the theft of cash from its Berrien Springs property back in December, the Berrien County Historical Association has recouped its losses and is improving security. Giving an update to the Berrien County Board of Commissioners on Thursday, Director Rhiannon Cezanne said someone took money from its cash register and donation box on two separate occasions. Hundreds of dollars was stolen from both our cash register and all but $23.25 was stolen from our donation box. There is no resolution. We will likely not see resolution, mostly because the police feel there are just too many suspects and the way it was the event occurred, it had been someone who knew about our organization and how we work. Cezanne said the donation box had too many fingerprints, including her own, to be checked. She noted the Berrien Springs Eau Claire Rotary and the Lakeshore Rotary have donated more than $800 to the Berrien County Historical Association to help them recover their losses. She also said the association is working with the county to get better alarms and they're installing security cameras to prevent future deaths. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.